You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. This week on Carly's Couch, we talk about the importance of being rather than doing. Welcome to Carly's Couch. This is Lextopia here. And Cece Fierce. Even though I might be changing that soon, but here we are. Your which one is CC Fierce? Instagram. Mm, so what are you gonna change it to Carly Carpio? Yeah. Oh, so that's available? Yeah. I have it saved. <laughs> I have it saved. <laughs> All you got well, and then you don't have to lose anything. All you gotta do is just change your username, right? Yeah. Mm, CC Fierce is kinda cool though. I like when well, so there's benefits to both. I like when um people have like a, a cute thing that's their username. But also in the whole scheme of things, it's like having your name is always very beneficial as well for people to just find you and stuff. Yeah. I haven't made the jump, but I saved my name a long time ago. Um, one of my mentors back in the day told me that. So mm-hmm. I always tried to go reserve all those things. I went and bought the domains. Like I did all mm-hmm. this stuff. Because she was like, you don't want Carly Carpio. Like she says stripper, but back then like OnlyFans, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not me. <laughs> not me. If y'all ever see that, it ain't me, y'all. I mean, it don't matter though. Because like. Maybe. Let Carly, the other Carly Carpio make her bread. You know, I'm not mad. Um, But you have a few other ones, too, so. Exactly. I'm trying to figure out how to work all that together. It I- works. Well, CC Fierce for now. Yes. Um, <laughs> or Carly Carpio on Twitter. Yeah, that's the thing that makes it dumb when it's like, I got to be like, it's on this and on this and on this and on this. Um, Carly Carpio on Cash App. <laughs> Go ahead and send me some. Right. Basically, because the way they tried to recommend that I send something <laughs> when I went into the app was very disrespectful. <laughs> um, we hope you all are doing well. We have enjoyed looking at the comments and thoughts from the last few episodes that we've done. Um, we've talked about life being fair. We talked about struggling. And I feel like um, I really enjoy those conversations because we are kind of like exploring and reassessing how like the things that we've thought are grown up with or kind of mindsets and just what can be a little different or really I like the idea of evaluating like, okay, does this thing the way I've always looked at it, does that serve me now? Um, so those have been really interesting, I think for sure recently. Yeah. I was actually in a training um, and something you said just made me think about it yesterday because we're getting ready to do our summer camp um, that Charlie Kemp was talking about. If you haven't listened to her episode about revolutionizing education, it's 238. Go ahead and find that. Um, It's great and a lot of data. But we did this thing called cultural bingo. And it's like a way to get to know people. And we were doing it as a board for the nonprofit, but it's something that we actually do with our kids to help them like connect with each other on a deeper level than just like Mm -hmm. whose favorite color is blue. And so anyways, we did it as a group and it was like, okay, think about yourself as like back when you were a child and then answer all these questions. And some of them were like, you know, how did you deal with conflict? Was crying okay in your house? What are some cultural meals? Like, um, how do you you address, (laughs) you know, adults in your life? Were you allowed Mm -hmm. to talk back? You know, what is anger? What express? anger look like in your household like different Mm -hmm. things and it was so cool to see like even though we're all so different we're all so similar Mm -hmm. and then some things you're actually not like I was very unique on a couple of my answers like I couldn't find nobody on my little bingo card but it was kind of cool because it was like oh man those are the things that like make me unique but to your point you know this is me as a child like do I still believe those things are those things still affecting my life in that certain way and do they still serve me so the the purpose of the exercise was 
I'm answering the questions and then looking for somebody who had similar ones to put their name on it. Yeah. So, oh, but you cool. answer as your child self. So mm-hmm. like you back in the day and it was like, you know, what religion did you grow up as and different mm-hmm. stuff? And then, yeah, you're walking around and it's like, okay, well, how do you address conflicts? And me and one of the girls are like directly bet, like put that down mm-hmm. there and like different stuff. So it's like, oh, cool. You kind of see mm-hmm. like where you connect with people outside of like the lines. Mm-hmm. I think what's cool about that too is. Um, the fact that if you have to think about it from the lens of your inner child, now you're starting to think about how things are different because I would uh, like that example you just used about conflict would be totally different Mm -hmm. than, than now. But then also to have to reflect back to your childhood experience in some of those ways and how you, um, dealt with it and how you moved through it informs you of like, how you know why how you are how you are so that is kind of an interesting exercise even probably for a person in general um not even as about the connecting with other people but learning more about yourself too so that's pretty cool yeah and and it looks just it, it's so cool looking back and seeing so much growth like mm-hmm. even within the last couple of years you and I were talking about earlier like through the podcast we've grown so much that um Jay recommended he was like I think y'all should revisit some topics I feel like both of y'all yeah. are way past some of the places <laughs> where you were when you first talked about right. it right we could be like listen to this clip from <laughs> 2019 <laughs> Carly, you had said this. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> or or sometimes when you go back and listen to stuff, you be like, damn, on the same thing still. <laughs> um, so I don't know about that. But um, that being said, though, um, we're glad that you guys have liked those episodes as well. Um, and we're going to look at a couple of responses we got from the uh, Life Isn't Fair episode. Um, because, Carly, what was the question that you put up about it? Um, should life be fair? Mm-hmm. And what does fair even mean? Mm. And so I thought it was interesting because those were some of the clips that I, I posted because I, I thought that they were so poignant for what we were talking about. Like, what the hell does that even mean? And we got some pretty interesting responses. Yeah. So Ashley said life is as fair as I make it for myself. I'm trying to think around, like, what does that really mean? And then she said, do the do the things to make it fair for me. So, I, so I'm assuming she's saying like I'll I do the things that make it fair for me, and for those around me. It sounds to me like she's just saying like, if I treat I I cho- try to treat people a certain way, and hope that that's how I'm treated. Um, I took it as like the first part is life is as fair as I make it for myself. Like her agency of perception and like what things happen. So. She like how she perceives like her actions and all the things she can control. So her actions, like so, your point, like how she treats people, what she does, the work she puts out, like, how she gives back to the community, etc. But then also like um, how she perceives those things too. Mm. But the only thing that I, that I would challenge about that is life is as fair as I make it for myself. I don't know if you control that, and even if you even if you can control your perspective on, um, well, you know, like. You're, that, I feel like that's just like constantly putting judgment on is this thing fair or not mm-hmm. fair um, if you look at it that way. Life is as fair as I make it for myself. Um, Earl said, or Nan Earl said, not sure if anything should be um, anything. For fair parallels objectivity and that doesn't exist for real. And I like her response because I'm, I'm on the like nothing matters boat or like everything is whatever type mm-hmm. boat. Um, and so I think about that's kind of what we talked about. I was like, whoa, it doesn't, it's not about should necessarily, like you're not trying to make it fair. It's just, it is what it is. Um, but like, that's not really something to have to think about. And it kind of sounds like that's what she's saying, where it's like, oh, that doesn't really even exist for real. So yeah. And that was the one when I reposted her response that got the most like people mm-hmm. liking it and being like, yup. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, and I think what we talked about was like, well, don't, 
necessarily waste time trying to make it anything. Mm -hmm. And then um, Tavara said, yes, meaning that everyone should treat others um, with how they want to be treated. uh, Kindness, respect and understanding. Yes. to what should life be fair? Yes. Should life be fair? Yes. Sure. And so to your point, if you ask, should it be fair? So he focused the sound like on um, he focused on the good. But he said, yes, it should be fair. But he didn't say, yes, it should be fair, meaning that if I treat somebody bad, I should get treated bad or which maybe he believes that. I don't know. Or um, if somebody treats you bad, they should be treated bad. He might he might mean that too, like eye for eye type thing. Um, But the way he said it, it sounds like he's saying life should be fair. So thinking about that, if I believe that life is fair, then I'm going into the world treating people the way I hope to be treated, which that makes sense. That sentiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was pretty like pretty good too. When I, when I kind of dove into it, cause at first I was like, I mean, that's not, but also here's the thing. Like if it is fair and people treat others, how they want to be treated, not everybody necessarily wants to be treated with kindness mm-hmm. and respect and understanding. Um, so, or not even that, but like, not even that they want to, but not everybody will. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not always going to, you know, be on point or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and so that almost, hmm, I mean, I get into that, but it sounds kind of like how Christianity where it's like, uh, well, if, if you mistreat somebody, like, should you, should something happen to you? And then that's kind of setting yourself up to be like, okay, I should live like this. Or I should make sure I do these things. But at the end of the day, you're also not in control of that. Like, so sure, it's good to look at people and treat them the way you want to be treated. And yet that's not happening like so maybe you think it should so that's the question you did ask mm-hmm. should it be fair but that's not how it works and so that's not that can't be your motivation for doing that i was about to say yeah that kind of yeah and then um Keyshawn hit us with some just questions like she just really liked the topic and thought it was interesting the same kind of way we did like you know what is fairness in general mm-hmm. what is unfair about life itself is it the circumstances um but then she said life itself is a gift in essence it seems to be the circumstances that we create as human beings that are unfair. Life is a gift, and it's the circumstances that we create that are unfair. Hmm. I don't know if I disagree with that. It sounds like, or what I'm getting out of that is humankind, which I, I do agree, and, and not necessarily on the individual basis, but all together. Like, nobody in this world has to be hungry. Nobody. At all. There's, there's literally no reason for a lot of the things to be what they are because we have plenty of resource. We have plenty. And yet as a whole organism, we are where we at because that's what we all have chosen. We collectively are moving in this way to where that is what it is. So to that point, sure. I'm not mad at that thought. Yeah. So thank y'all for all the insights. Um, not mad at that. Yeah, and keep leaving um, comments, questions, thoughts um, with the episodes. We're glad that you do engage with those because that, that allows us to kind of think about, you know, just what are other ways that people think about things, which can be interesting and also offer additional perspective for us as well, I think, and for our listeners um, when we go through these types of, of comments from you. Yeah, we learn from y'all too, so that's cool. It's just like mm-hmm. more people in the conversation. Yeah, basically. Um, okay, so today... Um, Carly at the beginning, she said, we're talking about doing versus being. And Carly just came back from a trip. I'll let you actually like kind of talk about it. But Carly just was on an eight day uh, jamboree (laughs) in Singapore. 
And so we were, we had been talking about the trip and I was looking at some pictures. It looked really cool. Um, so for anybody who's been to Singapore, um, hopefully you liked it as much as I, I seemed like you liked it mm-hmm. and it looked like a lot of cool things that you did and enjoyed and, um, was able to do a lot of exploring. Um, and so talk a little bit about that trip in the context of our episode today. Yeah. So, um, I had planned this kind of last minute to go visit my dad, um, we had planned it after my mom passed. He was like, oh, well, like, you know, you should come visit me. And I'm like, yeah, that'd probably be great. Like, you know, to get yeah, out. That one guy. He was like, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you buying the ticket? Cause for sure. But, um, yeah, I, I was really excited about the trip, but I had already planned a couple things right before the trip. <laughs> like I had a really heavy work week and then, um, my best friend, uh, came out here and I took mm-hmm. her to a concert like right before and I just did like the way that my flights worked is like I was in oh my god I was overwhelmed and anxious because I had like two heavy work weeks of work then my best friend was here so I was with people didn't have alone time for like two whole weeks all the way up until she left Sunday I flew out Monday mm. and so I ain't gonna hold y'all I was mad anxious and overwhelmed like my nerves felt frayed like mm-hmm. I just was like oh my god I'm burning the candle from both ends and I Try staunch. I'm staunchly against that. I really try as hard as I can to not do those things any longer. Um, So when I got there, I'm like, I landed at six in the morning, like lost the whole day and I'm exhausted, but I'm like, I'm, I'm here. I'm trying to have a good time. And, but I was still just had all this lingering anxiety, like of like everything that happened before. I just hadn't had time to process and I just felt completely overwhelmed, like sensory overload, all kinds of stuff. Um, So kind of in bad shape when I got there, to be honest, I ain't gonna hold y'all that. 16-hour plane ride did not help. Bro, did not help. Um, but mm, I, I really, I haven't ever really spent time with my dad like this, so I really wanted to be present. And also, like, I'm in Singapore. I'm about to enjoy this. I had a whole list of adventures I'm trying to go on. And I was trying to be so intentional about just being in the moment. And I noticed the first day, like, we you know, went and got food from like a local food center and we went and got foot massages and relaxing. Cause that's a huge thing in Asian culture. It was great. But then I, I passed out like around 5 PM and I was done, did not wake up until the next morning, but we did have a whole day of adventure before then. But then the next morning I woke up and I was like, still feeling anxious and like, Oh, I got to do all this stuff on my list and all this. And I was like, actually, you don't have to do a damn thing. See, like you, are not working, you know, everybody knows you're going to be gone for a couple weeks. You did all the work before you left, at least most of it. Like, why don't you just take some time to just be and be present and and allow whatever that is. And I feel like the moment I made the decision to just like be and let the day flow and stop trying to be controlled by like, oh, I have to do all these things. And oh my God, this, 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 this. Like the moment I chose to stop stressing myself out, like I enjoyed my trip so much better. It was almost like, like I pressed the button and then all the anxiety and overwhelm just kind of like flooded out of my body. And I was able to be a lot more present and, and just enjoy the space a lot more. So your initial anxiety that you were having, cause I can imagine too, like between you saying like you had two busy weeks knowing you had to get ready to go somewhere. Are you saying like, it would be nice. It would have been nice to just like feel like, you could take your time and getting ready. You could be decompressed well before you like go. You have the time to like not feel like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of things, so much going on at once. Um, but that's 
also sounds normal. Like when during times when we feel like there's so much going on in that moment, can you, is there something you can do differently to make it feel like you are just being and in the present or is that okay? And then it's like, once you got there, then you just have to be like, all right, let me just woo saw it. But at that time, now you don't have that many things going on anymore. So it was kind of carried over. But I think that that's just valid during that time before to just feel overwhelmed because you had a lot of things going on. So with what you said about, um, okay, so let me just remind myself just be in the present and just chill and enjoy. Would that be applicable for like the week or two before? And in what way? Because maybe it can, but like in what way, if you were going back, could you have redone the time before you left? Man, yes. And that, and so I think that's the bigger piece. Like it's easy to relax when you're on vacation and in a different country and don't have stuff to do, you know, like of course, but it's like a mindset shift. And so the mindset I could have applied is like, um, remembering to stop and breathe, making sure I am obviously doing all of my self-care things like meditation, working out all the stuff that like keeps me, my equilibrium normal. But I think in the moment, just, just reminding myself, like you don't have to rush. Like this doesn't have to be a thing and kind of relieving myself of the pressure of, of everything that is going on. So for example, yesterday I, um, we have summer camp coming up that I mentioned with Charlie and I am redesigning the entire entrepreneurship curriculum. And we had a meeting and I was like anxious because we had a training in the morning, like a board meeting. And I taught at that and that was great. But then I was like, damn, I got to come home and do this. And I just stopped. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nope, we're not doing that again. I'm not subscribing to that. Like it's a blessing to be able to do these things. Like how can I move in a way that doesn't put all this extra pressure and like rushing and and anxious energy like into what I'm doing? Because anxiety and excitement like are both kind of similar energies. It kind of just depends on how you're looking at things. And so I was like, you know, what can I be excited about in this moment? Where can I give myself some grace? But I really stopped myself before I started freaking out. And I cranked out five lessons yesterday. Mm-hmm. And they were good, like quality, like shout out to me. But it was it was in that moment. And I was like, oh, wow, that's like some carryover from my trip. It was like every time I felt like like the pressure, like, oh, I got to get everything done on my list before I leave Singapore because I'm already out here. It's like, girl, just relax and allow to like whatever happens is enough. And it just is. Mm-hmm. And allow yourself to be wherever you are. So listening to you, the way you talk about it now, in my mind now, I'm, I'm reframing because I, I, I was actually kind of thinking about being versus doing a lot differently. Really what it sounds like we're talking about is how to, how to re, what's, there's, there's a word I need, like how to mitigate overwhelm, like that feeling mm, of being overwhelmed. Okay. But didn't we do an episode on being overwhelmed? Um, I am. Well, we look, don't even remember. Look, no I was about to say, look, it's been on. Uh, it's been on our ideas I, list, but um, I'm not sure if we did a whole. Maybe we did. I feel like we. I feel like we did an episode on being overwhelmed, but that's what I'm hearing from you. Is like, okay, in times when there's a lot going on, or or maybe not even just that, but like in general, how can we stay kind of in a space or or keep ourselves in a space where we aren't like going through the to do list and like like oh this is coming this I gotta do this I gotta do this I gotta do this. And be able to relax ourselves and like, no, it's okay. Um, how can we not let like the future stress us, not let all the things today, like just take you kind of down that path. Um, Cause I felt very similar to that yesterday or the day before where it's like, all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, I have an opportunity to um, fly out the next day uh, for work, attend, um, attend an event, do all the things. But it felt, I remember feeling so irritated. Um, So let me actually put the time and days to it so it makes sense. Um, It's 
Thursday night. And I'm like, hey, can you be somewhere on Saturday? Okay, cool. And the time was like, yeah, that sounds easy. But then Friday morning is like, all right, I got to think about my client sessions today on the Friday. I have to find, look for flights. And I'm trying to be conscious of their pockets. And I'm like, let me look at flights that can make sense. Shoot, I got to try to be there by this time. Oh, today I was supposed to podcast, but I also I had a hair appointment at 4.30. But now the flight I need to do is 5.49. So now I got to change this. But what can I change with this? And how am I going to do this? And I, I want to prep for the actual work and the event. But when can I do that? And da-da-da-da, right? So, like, all of a sudden, especially now when things get kind of tossed around, um, it went from being like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I, I could be there on Saturday to, like, oh, man, like, I got to f- figure out the right flight. And sometimes it gets hard to even think about, like, what should I focus on first? Or like, what is the thing right now that I can just act like everything else is whatever and just mm. be like, what do I need to do? So I'm like doing all these back and forths and then I'm like, I got call Carly like, oh, we can't, I can't podcast. Like, when can we do it? Da, 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 da. So it's like just so much stuff going on. I was getting phone calls from like my friends. I was being all irritated. Like I hung up. They started talking to their mom on the side and I was like, click. So I was like, I don't got time for that right now. <laughs> but but that was rude. Um, I'm, I apologize. Forgive me. Um, <laughs> but like, I just knew I was kind of irritated off of just like, it was too many like popcorn thoughts and things I was trying to figure out and, and do at the same time. And I can imagine like, if you have people in your space, like if your friend was visiting you off top, it's like, you kind of, it's not like you can just even sit down and be like, leave me alone for a while so I can figure out whatever's going on. Thinking about packing, thinking about going, want to look up stuff and da, 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 the, all the things you have going on. It's just like, you're in a whirlwind in those moments. Um, and I'm trying to think of like, what did I even do at that time? Besides just be irritated. And I think it it just wasn't until I got all the pieces settled, I got all the pieces in place, that I was like, okay. But then I didn't even have time to do that because it wasn't until I got to where I was going. Same thing you just said. It wasn't until I got to where I was going that I was like, I could choose to be chilling in the present now. Because even even with that, like I, I left my I left a hair appointment at like three something i get home at 350 i have to leave by four to try to get to the airport by 5 30 my flight was like at 5 49 and i slightly y'all i really i got to the gate at like 5 36 um but i and i missed it so they were like yeah this is closed so i was like okay cool but at that point actually that's when i got come i was like oh, okay cool because i already know i had a layover a two-hour layover anyway the next place so i'm like as long as i get to vegas before 11 and it's 5 49 right now as long as i get to vegas for 11 and from la that's not crazy i was like i'll be fine i'm sure they have another one and i think they did because i'd been looking at flights a million times that they trying to figure it out so he was like uh yeah i can put you on standby for the eight o'clock i was like all right cool and i felt like he was like you're first on standby i was like i'll be fine um, and then I just ended up having to waste the time in LA airport as opposed to like the layover I would have mm-hmm. had in Vegas. So it all worked out fine, but it's like, all right. And then once I got to North Carolina, I, I was like, all of a sudden I was hyped. It was terrible. Like I didn't sleep really on the flight and all that. But like, once I got there, I was hyped. I was ready to go. I landed like 6am too. Um, I sat in the Charlotte airport on the little rocket chairs. I started doing a little work. Cause I was like, let me not pop up on my client like mad, mad early. Um, but then when I left the airport, got to them. Um, we were like, okay, great. Let me let me clean my pits up. Let me get myself together. Let's go to this event. And it was fine. It was good. But it wasn't good till I got there. Yeah. Is there something wrong with that, though, you think? Sometimes if a lot of things are going on, you have to just, sometimes you just have to get do go through it and, like, figure it out. I don't know. I probably could have did, like, a pause or something and just, like, let me woosaw a minute while I try to figure out my day. But also... I know, it's a lot of stuff going on, it's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I was about to say, I think 
I think in times that it's necessary, but I think that it has been, at least for me, I'll say so conditioned that it's kind of like more of a normal state. Like it happens a lot frequently, maybe when it shouldn't. Um, and what I mean by when it shouldn't is like should is a stupid word anyways, but in the in the sense of like maybe what's going on, like me having to get those lessons done didn't warrant all of the anxiety and the like overwhelm and buildup that was happening. And so I was glad I was able to de-escalate and like be What present. does that mean? Um, so when you said it, it didn't warrant that. Well, so what my um like my reaction, so if I um stub my toe Right. And like a light stub, not like that corner of a metal bed, but just like maybe on the side of the couch or something. It's like, oh, damn, it hurts. Not like, oh, my God, my fucking day. And I start throwing stuff like what I'm saying is my body. over. Is that how you did? Yeah. Like, mm. like my body was like overreacting. I could feel it like bubbling up mm -hmm. like it was going to explode. And I was like, bro, like what? What's going on? So, yes, I think sometimes it's necessary mm -hmm. and great. But I think it's one of those things that like, you know. We've been so accustomed to becoming overwhelmed or having so much mm -hmm. to deal with that we can kind of live in that constant state. Mm -hmm. And we talked a little bit about sometimes that's why we procrastinate because we feel comfortable in that weird stressed out space, you know, for whatever reason, and not getting stuff done and being like, "I'm really good under pressure." So you build up all this pressure mm -hmm. on yourself, and so yeah, I'm scratching my neck because like, I got a lot of stuff I got to do today <laughs> for for tomorrow. And I can't wait to talk about like your being versus doing how we thought about it before but like in this sense which is actually it is gonna be relevant for our next episode so now i'm like hmm, let's oh, be talk after this because i already know oh perfect but in this one what i mean is like being present instead of being i guess overwhelmed for all the stuff you have to do and i've only noticed it like funny enough mostly on trips like um the last trip i took was to Tulum and that was fucking a long time ago. Like, I mean like international trips. Yeah, it was a minute. Yeah. International. But I remember my focus there cause I want my homegirl is like being versus doing, I'm a doer. She's a more of a beer, like in the present moment, like she like kind of floats around and does stuff. And, and I'm like, mm. Oh, I want to do this and this and this. And I noticed, and I was like, why do I feel all this anxiety about like getting things done and pressure and we have to do stuff. And so on this trip, I was able to really just be present and kind of hang out and enjoy the moment and, and not mm -hmm. put that pressure on myself. Okay, so and then in that instance, your your use of being is like going with the flow as opposed to feeling like I need to plan, I need to get figure out this, I want to do this, how can we make this work? Yeah. Okay, so that and to that, I am I notice, do do you feel like let me ask you first, do you feel like you can fluctuate between sometimes you are one or the other? Oh yeah. But also do you recognize that there's there's certain like areas or things maybe like with travel there's certain things where you gravitate towards like one or the other kind of because mm -hmm. you we we see this too on like online where people talk about um, when you go on trips it's important to know like what kind of person you know is are this we napping are you doing eighty five yeah. things today yeah because some people want to have their day mapped out some people are in between and flexible um, I'm, I'm an in betweener. So to that, I think that that's interesting, right? Because in general, I'm a definitely a doer. And I think a lot of people, probably a lot of like the listeners here, and um, I think we have a particular type of personality of trying to achieve through stuff. And like, you know, you want to, for me, sometimes even having a plan is more important than even doing the plan, right? Like, that's how messed up I am. Like, I, I feel good when I'm like, all right, what are we doing? I can figure this out. I'm figuring it out. Let me figure it out. In these cases, we I don't see space for a being maybe a little more with you. For me, it was like, I had a day to like get this stuff done. So it's not, it's not like, Oh, how can I just go with the flow? Like, uh, no, I had to actually plan. Yeah. I had to find a flight and I had to move stuff around and I had to figure it out. So in some cases I feel like that's a, you know what? Sometimes you need to do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. 
But uh, the example of you with your weeks before the trip, you probably in the scheme of things did have the time to be like, you know what, I don't, I don't have to stress so hard about a lot of these things to get done and take the time to just be like, all right, you know, right now I'm going to focus on doing this and, and try not to think about the bigger picture as much because you had a little bit more time. But now when we talk about going on like a trip or when you're somewhere and doing things and maybe like even everyday life being a doer versus a, or like having to need a plan or have the need to things to do as opposed to just going through the day. Um, I do not think that one is better than the other. And I think it's contextual because if we're talking about work, um, you can go with the flow, but also if I have plans for how I need to organize my time, my day, um, what I want to get out of things, I'm much more likely, and we talk about this when we talk about goals and all kinds of other things, much more likely to see things happen. Mm-hmm. And yet, and this is probably be a part of the conversation next time, so I'm not going to go into too much. And yet, when I am like more go with the flow, like even like a work week type thing, if it's not anything specific, you got to do and all that, um, like I got to do for tomorrow. If if I can go with the flow, sometimes you do need that. And sometimes it is like, um, I've had weeks very recently where I'm like, well, I don't have any meetings, especially if you don't have time stuff. I don't have any meetings. I don't have anything. It has to like get this to somebody. I might spend most of the morning chilling and watching TV and then I'll, I'll do what I need to do. Or, or I am more just like, well, I know things that need to get done by the end of the week. And so when I do them, when I feel like doing a thing, I'm going to do the thing. Mm-hmm. And those feel very refreshing as well because I feel like, oh, in this type of mindset, space, time, whatever, of just like, let me go with the flow to get stuff done. I am doing what I want to do throughout the whole time and I don't feel as stressed. But again, and yet now when those two weeks later, when you're like, damn, I should have not not that but it's like sometimes like you need to go hard like especially with work stuff like okay but I could have also got ahead if I did a little more work like I have my outside of like client stuff you have your own building your own stuff right Mm -hmm. it's like oh I could have had a little more time to write up some case studies or to do things but if in the time I I also I wasn't I wasn't feeling I was like I I just kind of want to chill and so I think that's okay to respect that and do that and just be in that in that case and yet I don't as long as you're not letting it like hold you back from actually going and that's how i'm saying it, it kind of connects into what we're going to talk about next week because sometimes that can hold you back when you're too going the flow because you're not you're still not really moving for real for real and yet you feel better and so which is more important or which is you know is is it one bad or one good i don't know but i think that on trips and stuff like that there there's the time to you know, let me plan. Let me make sure I know that when I get to customs, I'm going to need this document and this and this. Right. Like there's things mm-hmm. you got to think about, yeah. things you need to do. Oh, you know, let me let me Google and see what's a couple of things I want to try to do while I'm there. That doesn't mean you have to be like at 8 a.m. I'm doing this. 8.15, I'm doing this. 8.25, I'm doing this. But to have a few things it's like, OK, now we can loosely make moves. And there's another part to this. of, And I promise I'm going to let you talk. There's another part of this, too, of like. Now, when things get moved around and, you know, something kind of happens, like, are you okay, like, going with the flow, right? So that's where I'm, like, a flexible in that, where it's like, I like to have a little bit of a plan, but whatever happens, I'm, it's whatever. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, 
That's funny because I was thinking about that because I definitely had a list of like 20 things that I wanted to do in Singapore and I did all of them. Um, the last day I had one pop up that I thought would be cool and I was going to try to force it, like catch a train. Can I catch my plane? Like, can I do it? And I was like, you know right. what? Let's not. I'm let's good. Just, yeah. Let's just enjoy where you are. If you don't make it back here, you know, you were here. You did a lot of cool stuff. But um, I do think it is contextual. I don't think being or doing is better than one is better than the other but I think you need a balance of them in your life and maybe that's different for different people um like maybe you are like when you go on vacation you want to be very structured but in your day-to-day life you're more flowy or whatever and just like allowing yourself to be present but for me I think the the kind of breakthrough moment was just recognizing not not as much just like the being and then doing but the pressure I was putting myself putting on myself for the doing it was like a lot of anxiety and a lot of like real fiery, like kind of stressing me out energy about about all of that extra stuff. And like, yes, yeah, sometimes life like warrants that. But, you know, in those moments, like, does it always have to be OD? Like, does it always have to be like every time stuff starts to get a little eh, do I have to be stressed out about it? Or is there a way I can like move about, you know, and, and handle it without all the extra? Yeah, sometimes. Um, hmm. Sometimes in the, your busiest, like, times to stop and, like, actually not do that stuff, sometimes that's beneficial. Again, on my example, not so much because you only got 10 hours to yeah. figure it out. <laughs> but if we're looking at it outside of that, if we're looking at, at it, like, you know, our life and our week-to-week, I think that's why, I like, things like meditation and taking time to work out and... You know, all that stuff is very important because you have to have time to be still in order to acknowledge that I don't have to be on a hundred at all times. And instead of it feeling like, well, if I take a break now, then I'm going to have to go ham tomorrow. That could be true. But actually what I kind of find is that, and um, this might happen today, it's a real like 85% chance that if you just like, you know what, I just want to chill today, that the next day I'll be so refreshed sometimes that then I'll get that same work done in 30 minutes and it'd be clean and it'd be right. good. And so, but, but you still, you have to have the, the discernment to know what's, what is that and what's not though. Cause sometimes it's like, this needs to get done. Yeah, don't play yourself. Or sometimes, yes, a lot of times I'm playing myself. Um, I could be playing myself sometimes, but sometimes not. And that also goes to show me that a lot of times it's just a matter of what, if I have something to do, I don't need to stress. It's like, let me look at my time and like, and, and know, instead of trying to schedule hard, let me look at this whole, like a longer period of time. Let me look at this whole week and think about what needs to get done this week. So that now when I feel like doing it, I kind of, I could kind of do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can have a loose plan as opposed to being like real tough. The more for me, I find I like to plan, but the tighter I plan, like today I'm going to do this, tomorrow I'm going to do this. And, then, and, and as soon as it starts not happening, then it's like, nah, everything's getting off. And like, I thought I was going to do all this. I'm not doing all that. Um, so it's kind of knowing yourself and thinking about where you can be flexible and where do uh, this needs to be done by this time. Um, so it, it's kind of just assessing all of that. Yeah. As I say, that kind of, so three things that kind of brought up for me. So hopefully I remember all of them. So the first one is um, 
knowing how you feel and like when when is go time and like when is like oh I could kind of like pull off the gas a little bit so mm. um I was posting some of our older clips from our episodes onto YouTube shorts and came across a clip from um one of our like best like uh performing episodes uh self-care isn't everything I think it was like 157 or something but um we were talking about emotional hygiene and the importance of checking in with yourself every day so you kind of know like where you are and then you're able to like do that. Like, well, today's the day where I actually need oh, to I chill. See. Check in with yourself. Mm-hmm. Is this a day I can go hard? Or is, or this- is this a day I need to like just do the background stuff and mm-hmm. clean and relax? Or is this like, no, you need to show up regardless because this is due tomorrow or whatever. So let's use that as a as, as we wrap this episode up as a like, all right, now these are the things to think about in this case. And mm-hmm. I like that. One is just literally assess how you feel. And sometimes you can think you're assessing how you feel for the whole week. And it's, you can only think for, for today. But that is good because I guess essentially that is what I end up doing is I'm like, I look at all the things I need to do, and it's like, am I, where am I at today? So, like, today, I ha- actually, I have, and literally today, I have a lot of energy, and I'm like, okay, bet. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm working, and I can get stuff done. I can go hard. And then there's some days where I already know, like, yeah, nah. And you can respect it when you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's one good way so, to to look at this being and doing. Absolutely. Checking in. Um, Another thing that we've talked about is, uh, priorities. We had a whole episode on priorities mm. and really like when you have a list of 20 priorities, none of them are priorities. Um, yeah. So really priority is only supposed to be one thing, but, um, Warren Buffett said like, make a list of 10 things, look at the top three most important and then forget everything else. And so kind mm. of looking at your week, like what are the non-negotiables that have to get done this week? What are the, the most important flaming hot things that we need to do? And then really making sure that those are done and then everything else can kind of like flow around them. And to that, I, I I think that's important. I don't know if I would have to do that like on a daily or weekly, but mm-hmm. to that point, um, and this is something that nobody would be wanting to hear, but like also if you do that thing first, like it really helps. Because I think a lot of the stress and pressure comes from you know that top important thing is what you need to do. And that's where we, you get <laughs> tired because you be like, well, let me check the email. Let me wash the dishes. Let, let me. me yeah. I'd be like, man, I got to clean up the whole house first before I start. <laughs> but low key, but sometimes that is like a bet. Now sometimes I'm that bet. helps, but sometimes yeah. that's how your energy and you and that, That's also a signifier to me of how I know my energy ain't right. Because it was like last week I looked around and it was literally piles of stuff. And my room don't be dirty, dirty like that. It was piles of stuff everywhere. I've been on all these trips. Stuff was everywhere, all over the place. And I was like, I can't work. Like, and I also was like, I can't clean this right now. Like I mentally was like shut down. But then there was one day I woke up and it was like a Tuesday or something. So it was a work day. And I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take two hours and clean up. And I did everything I need to do. And since then my energy been, been up. So it's like when it, when it finally came up and I was like, I got to handle this first. I got to handle this. But priority wise, yes. Like if you're looking at all this stuff, all you're doing is your mind is going up, down, up, down, this, that, this, that. But if you can pick something like, okay, bet and get that done or, or to your point, schedule at least to schedule those big things. Um, you just really have to stick to it. Cause then otherwise you get down on yourself too. But exactly. Um, that's good for prioritizing. And then the last one that came to mind is the Pomodoro method um, mm-hmm. that we've talked about so much. And, and it's I less doing that a lot more. too. Bro, the last oh, my God, it saves me. And so it's like less outcome mm-hmm. based is but it's like time based. So you set timers for mm-hmm. like 20 minutes or 30 minutes. I'm going to work on X. You're not saying I'm going to finish. You're saying I'm going to work on X. And then you take like a five or 10 minute break and then you might mm-hmm. do that again or you might switch to something else. But that way, like I find when I do Pomodoro, I always get stuff done quicker and mm-hmm. I'm like focused and like 
just in. So yesterday when I was working on all those lesson plans, at first I was like, all right, it's going to be 30 minutes for one, this one and 30 minutes. And I was like, girl, just set a timer and go. And I killed the first one in 15 minutes. And I was like, mm, like I'm good. And then worked on the second one. And then I took a break Then I came back in and finished it. And I like, I like the idea and the freedom of not having like a necessarily a hard deliverable, even though sometimes you do, but like, when, when you don't need to, not having a hard deliverable, but allowing yourself the flexibility just to be completely like boss of the wild, tunnel vision, focus on one mm-hmm. thing. And then you take a break and you step away and then you can come back or do something else. I really like that too. And that is so funny because all of these things, I'm like, yep, these are the things that I do. Cause that's exactly what I got into last week. If I find myself being like, all right, I kind of have a lot to do. My main thing though is, is Pomodoro doesn't help me do things quickly. It just helps me get started. And then, because what happens for me is everything takes longer than I'd be hoping it takes. So I'm working on an outline, and the 30-minute timer goes off, and I'm like, well, I'm in the middle of a sentence. So either, sometimes I'll keep going, and I'm like, okay, cool, because I just needed something to get me started. But it is helpful because it it is easier to think about just time. Like, instead of thinking about the outcome, like you said, I can just think about, well, I just know I need to spend time on things. And mm-hmm. in general, I tend to have to reframe my task in that way. It's like, let me not think about... Um, okay, I want to put out this blog post on Friday and do this on this day and have this done on this day. Let me just think about, can I work on this for 20 minutes every day? Or or when can I set time to work on the thing? And then it actually just gets done. So I think that's something we've talked about before where it's like focus on the process more than the outcome and it's a little bit less stressful. Um, as long as like hopefully like your outcome doesn't have like pure deliverable dates or whatever and maybe it does but also that's still helpful to be like let me just work on it this day this day this day and then it probably could be done by whenever Mm -hmm. but one step like taking a couple steps a day is better than no steps and it's so Mm -hmm. easy to get overwhelmed when there is so much Mm because I feel like there's always so much to do so much you can do things like I'm like oh I need to clean out my trunk I want to clean out my closet Mm -hmm. I need to do all this stuff but then I get overwhelmed but then I get overwhelmed so it's like okay well so this week my goal is to spend 30 minutes just cleaning out my closet, just getting rid of mm-hmm. just 30 minutes like this week, this whole week, you know, because that's not something that has to be done. But it takes all that pressure off for me. Yeah, for sure. That's good. OK, I feel like we got some um, things to think about and moving forward with how do you deal with like when there's so much going on. But then also like thinking about that for uh, short term stuff, longer term vision of like how you move and operate. I would say also just pay attention to to how you operate, because for some people, um you know, having a lot of things to do is kind of what they need or, or what maybe what they're used to. But I would, if you're that type of person, I would recommend practice or pretending for like a day if you, if you can, <laughs> it's, that probably seems insane though for people who are super planners and stuff, but like don't have a plan for a day. Um, I go back and forth between needing a plan, not having a plan and being somewhere in the middle. And for me, even just that variety is very helpful. Um, and if you're the no plan, I don't got nothing. I just do whatever person literally try to like plan out a day or your a couple of days and see how like mm, maybe actually this is actually productive um, or maybe I get a little bit more done maybe I feel a little more stressed less stressed whatever um, and I would challenge you to kind of think about that and then using the tips that Carly gave at the end because those are really really beneficial mm-hmm. um, so hit us at Carly's couch this week and let us know you know, if this was helpful, if you have your own tips whenever you start to feel overwhelmed, et cetera. Um, and then the question of the week, mm-hmm. uh, Lexi, what is your favorite curse word? Uh, I'm going to have to go with bitch, I think. I like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but not to call people that per se, but like for the emphasis, bitch, maybe. 
Yeah, I think bitches or like this bitch, <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> like that. I think that would be my favorite. I think bitch is a close second to fuck for me. I'm like fuck. It's just kind of a yeah. I don't, I, I use it, but I don't. I don't love it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a, a, in a nicely placed bitch. Yeah, like a little emphasis. Yeah, <laughs> that bitch done fucked up. Yeah, and then and of course you use twenty of them at the same time. But um, yeah, that's our favorite curse word to use, or just in general. Um, thank you for listening to this episode. Y'all heard us kept alluding to next week, so clearly we already know where we're about to go next. And so I suggest you follow along. Have a good week. Bye.